You are listening to Sermon Snippets with Max Taylor, where we exposit God's Word and apply its instruction to our everyday lives. As we study God's Word, we are learning truth that corrects our thinking, meets our needs, and teaches us more about Christ. Here's your host, Max Taylor. For the last two weeks now, we've been looking at the Roman Empire, the Roman Catholic Church, and today we're going to span the time frame from the Roman Empire all the way to Christ's eternal kingdom, the everlasting kingdom. There's a lot that happens in that time span, but we're going to cover it all briefly. And we have to start where we left off, which is with the Roman Catholic Church. You see, after the official political Roman Empire crumbled, it left behind what was called the Roman or the Holy Roman Empire. And really, we are still seeing and dealing with the remnants of the Roman Empire through the Roman Catholic Church. Romanism is still very much with us today in 2023. And we're going to look at that because that's not going to go anywhere until some of these prophecies are fulfilled. This is the fourth beast described here. So what does the Roman Empire represent religiously? And how is it still seen today? How, how is its influence still seen around us today? Well, many, many people have been influenced by the false gospel of the Catholic Church. And this brings me to the first chance that I have to explain the beginning part of the title for today's episode, which is Do Versus Done. And you see, there's really two types of religion. You can boil it down to two different categories. There's do, and then there's done. Requirements, action, production, versus resting, faith, and the provision of Christ. Those are really the two options. And every religious person is in one of these two categories. You see, the error of the Catholic Church and the Roman religion, going all the way back to ancient Babylonian mysticism, all through the ages, you know, and then what will be revealed in the last times and during the tribulation in the last days in this one world religion that is kind of symbolized in this fourth beast. It all can be wrapped up in the idea of doing. This is the error of the Catholic Church. And it's the idea that we have to do something in order to be saved. Um, That our salvation can be turned into something that must be earned by our own effort. That's the message of Catholicism. That's especially where I live up here in the... I guess you could say uh, northwest, maybe, or just central north of America. Um, Catholicism is pretty big up here. And then you have some of the nominal uh, other Protestant religions, such as uh, Lutheran. Um, There's some of that. But there's a lot of Catholicism, which is pretty, uh, I would say, cold up here in this region of, of the country. But that's really the prevailing mindset of a religious person who's in Catholicism. Most of the people that I meet, whether it be at work or in the community around me, who follow the Catholic Church or who go to the Catholic Church, that's their idea 
you know, you go to mass, you, you, you have to do something in order to be saved. And really they're, they're right because that is what their church teaches. That is what the Catholic church teaches. And as much as they may try to excuse it or argue out of it, you know, get their way by twisting words and stuff, but really that, that is the truth. That is what the Catholic church teaches. They have seven sacraments. They have baptism, Eucharist, confirmation, reconciliation, anointing the sick, holy matrimony or, or marriage, holy orders. They have these sacraments in place that you have to do in order to be saved. And that's not what the Bible teaches. See, the gospel of Christ is the account of what has already been done for all of us by Christ. Our salvation is only contingent upon our coming to him and asking him to save us from our sin. That's the difference. The difference is that the world offers religion. And this was true back in the back in the glory days of the Roman Empire, the the religious elites of that time, the Roman Catholic Church, they controlled the masses of people. And uh, they, they weren't even concerned about teaching the Bible. They, they would have all their ceremonies in Latin so the people couldn't even understand. But what it was about was about controlling people. It was about getting their money, basically. Building this empire upon all these rules that you have to do these things. You have to serve the church. And they built for themselves an empire. They really did. That is not what Christ is about. See, Jesus is different. Jesus didn't come with a message of all the, the list of things and commandments and uh, church service that we have to do, all this volunteer work that we have to complete. He didn't come with that message at all. Jesus did it all. Jesus paid it all. You know, the, the beautiful hymn that Jesus literally did everything. There's nothing that we could have done. There's nothing we can add there's no way that we can ever repay the debt that we owe to God for our sin. But it has already been done. Jesus paid that debt. And that's not a religion. That's relying on Christ and gaining a relationship with God. It's all paid for. It's all provided for by Christ. There's nothing that we do to earn it. There's nothing we ever could do to earn it. So the error of the Roman Catholic Church is teaching that we can earn our way to heaven, that salvation is a product of our own actions, that there's certain things that we can do, when in reality the Bible teaches that salvation has already been purchased, Jesus has already done everything required. And so the choice for you and me, the choice for every person on earth, is between the sacraments, or true salvation. We can spend our entire lives trying to live up to this standard, trying to complete enough hours of charity, you know, trying to do enough good deeds, but that does not cut it with God. Because God gave the perfect substitute to die in our place. That's salvation. Jesus came and he was the propitiation for our sin. He was the satisfaction of it. He paid the cost to its full. And so that's the choice. The choice is between sacrament or salvation. 
Um, we could spend our entire lives attempting to do enough to be saved, but it'll never even come close to what God requires and what Christ did. Nothing we could ever do in our life can even compare to what Christ did. The life that he lived, sinless, he's deity, he's God, dying a sacrificial death, nothing that we could ever do could even come close to that. So which camp are we going to be in? We have to we have to make this choice for ourselves. Which category? Are we going to be in sacraments or salvation? Are we going to be in religion or in relationship with God? Reliance upon Christ. Are we going to be due or are we going to be done? The choice is yours. So that's the damaging teaching that the Roman Catholic Church has promoted and really has done so much damage to the cause of Christ and led people away from salvation into slavery to an empire church that is benefiting financially from it. It's not the message of Christ. So we've explained the first part of the title of this episode, Do and Done. But what about the last part, the end? Well, see, that's where our passage goes next. After Daniel is uh, given the description of this fourth beast and the explanation, listen to these verses. It says in verse 26, I'm picking up here in Daniel 7, 26. It says, but the judgment shall sit and they shall take away his dominion and consume and destroy it unto the end. So this is what comes after the Catholic Church. After man's futile attempts at religion, trying to reach God by being a good person, by, you know, our actions, our personality, whatever. Then comes the end. Christ is going to throw down that earthly kingdom. He's going he's gonna to set down judgment. And it says in verse 27, And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Hitherto is the end of the matter, the end of the matter. And then Daniel gives his own reaction. He says, as for me, Daniel, my cognitions much troubled me and my countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. So this is a description of the end. What's the end going to look like? Well, all of man's kingdoms, all of man's religion is going to come crashing down. And what's going to happen is God is going to rule. And the saints of God who put their trust in Christ are going to live with him forever. So that's what we have to look forward to. Now, there's a lot of things, a lot of teaching in scripture about the end times. There's a lot of things that have to happen. And see, right now we are in this period called the times of the Gentiles. And what that means is basically God has put his attention on everyone throughout the world. And that started really back when... Christ came is when that transition began. Christ preached the gospel to the world, and then we see that confirmed in the book of Acts during the ministry of the church. The church is to all nations, to everyone, uh, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. But then we see as scripture progresses, as revelation continues, that towards the end of human history, the end of time, God puts his focus back onto the Jews. This is one of the reasons why I despise replacement theology, because it's so dead wrong. 
God is not done with Jews. Paul even asks this question in Romans 11. You know, has God abandoned or forsaken the Jews? He says, no. God has allowed them to remain um, in unbelief for a time. And then in the end, all Israel shall be saved. God's going to put his focus and his attention back on Israel. And when it says all Israel, we know that approximately a third of the entire nation of Israel, of all the Jews, which, by the way, is more than just the nation of Israel. There's Jews all over the earth. But about a third of them will be saved, and that's during the tribulation. And we see right now God is turning his attention back towards Israel. You just notice uh, the decline of the church, the um, absence of, of true Christians. It gets harder and harder to find true Christians who put their faith in God. But what do we also see? We see an uptick in the activities with Israel, God fighting for Israel, fighting a war for Israel currently, as I'm recording this podcast. Um, God is really turning his attention back to Israel. And then we're going to have, as the times of the Gentiles concludes, it must conclude with the rapture. God's going to take the church out of the earth We will be with him. Then God turns his attention back to Israel completely during the seven-year tribulation. That's going to be a a dangerous time. That's going to be a time of Jacob's trouble as it's described. But then Christ will return to establish his kingdom on the earth. And that's the kingdom that will last forever. And that's when all the fake religion, all the man's brutal empires, and all the dictators will be over. It'll be the end. And the eternal kingdom of Christ will last forever. Those are the coming events that we have to look forward to. But right now, we have to decide, are we going to be part of the do? Are we going to be part of the done? And we need to decide that because God's judgment is coming and the end is drawing near. So that's the message here at the end of Daniel chapter 7. Thank you for listening to Sermon Snippets. If this Bible study is a help to you, consider downloading the weekly episodes or sharing this podcast with a friend. Until next time, remember that God's Word is perfect, and it's everything you need to live for Him.